Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Shit's Creek, guys. Shit's Creek. We are we are really for real this time, Jamie. We're for real. We're in the, the home stretch. <laughs> That's uh, right. Okay. All right. After this episode, we only have two left. And it sounds like it's a double episode uh, for the finale. And I don't know if my heart can take this for a variety of reasons of which we will get to in a few minutes. Uh, But if you guys are new around here, we are recapping and discussing the final season of Schitt's Creek. This is season six and there are 14 episodes. And last night we watched uh, number, what was that? 11? 12. 12. It was 12. Yep. We watched number 12. And number 12 was called The Pitch. So we are going to recap it and discuss our feelings about this one and go through the whole thing. This is obviously, very obviously, at least I feel like it's obvious, um, spoiler-filled <laughs> episode. So if you are not here for spoilers, if you haven't watched season six yet, I get it. Bop on out. Um, if you do want to watch it, I have a list of how and where you can find season six. Uh, hint, the easiest option is Amazon. Uh, you can go there and you can purchase the entire season and it'll be um, open for you the next morning. Uh, The new episode comes out every Tuesday for those of us that have Pop TV. And then uh, you'll get it as an Amazon subscriber uh, the next day. So uh, if you have listened or you're catching up, then please also catch up with us. Go back and listen to all these episodes and – discuss our our journey we we love this journey for us <laughs> it's been a journey jamie so amazing <laughs> uh, this is my friend jamie and jamie is going to do what she always does for us which is give a rundown and then we'll discuss as we are talking about this episode our thoughts uh on what happened last night uh all right jamie go this is the pitch okay so we we start by waiting outside the motel for Roland to get there so we can go to New York for the pitch. Um, the whole family's there, and Roland pulls up looking dapper in Johnny's suit, um, and they are off in a private jet to New York. So and that, that was the cutest scene. They had like signs and stuff. Um, the family members were like, go team Rosebud or whatever, as they were waiting for to send them off on their, their big adventure, their big trip. It was, it was really cute. Um, and then we got our first, I think our first scene of Shit's Creek, not in Shit's Creek. Yeah. Um, which is kind of strange. That's they were a good, in- good point. Good point. So they were in New York and they, um, they met with Ruth, who was actually Mike's associate, um, and which kind of shook Johnny a little bit, but um, then they they were there for their meeting. Uh, yeah, basically, and- she says that Mike's not going to be there, and Johnny was taken back by that and didn't see it as a good sign, I think. I think he kind of felt like he was already being dismissed or pushed back immediately because he was like, oh, well, we could wait until he is here. Like he thought that that could be helpful for him to have that guy there for that meeting. And uh, 
He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. Uh, so, yeah, they go into their meeting. Yep. And uh, then we cut back to Schitt's Creek. And Moira is doing some, I'm using air quotes, reorganizing. But really, she's packing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which kind of answers a question you and I have been talking about. You know, how is Moira feeling about this? She is ready to go. <laughs> um, so she is packing. And then we heard... Something that I think was a big foreshadowing was that Interflix wanted a meeting with Alexis to mm-hmm. continue their relationship, which is very exciting to me as maybe a sign for Alexis's future. Um, and then Alexis and David talk about moving to New York, which is, you know, they get so excited so quickly and it's adorable. And there's, the best gif of Alexis flicking her hair over her shoulder about 18 times. Um, And then we go back to the presentation and it does not start well at all. You know, the Stevie is really nervous. Johnny starts out strong, um, you know, and the, there's some young corporate hot shots. I'm using that word loosely um, that are pretty mean to Johnny that real make real snide remarks and are just kind of jerks. Um, and Stevie's rattled and the technology isn't going as planned. So things are starting rough. And Roland is just kind of a hot mess. He is definitely a fish out of Shit's Creek. <laughs> he, yeah. he doesn't know. I mean, he's, he's trying, but he doesn't, he doesn't know how to act or how to respond or whatever. So he's definitely kind of throwing off everything. I thought Stevie was hanging in there pretty, pretty well, but she definitely was, you know, not comfortable in what was going on. But Johnny, Johnny, you got to see a little bit of the Johnny Rose that, I don't know, I envisioned as this, you know, man who was a self-made businessman and whatever. It was very cool to see him in the New York setting um, and to see what he was. But at the same time, we're going to talk about the presentation, I'm sure, but I love the presentation because it was also very much a character development where you can tell that Schitt's Creek means something to him and his time there has meant something to him and has changed him. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's, he's not only shining as a businessman, but you can tell it's coming from the heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Back to Schitt's Creek. There's a farewell party going on at Town Hall and Moyer walks in with the most ginormous bow, which was actually from the Christmas episode. And she thinks the party is for her. So we're kind of back into <laughs> Moira being very much Moira from the early days, just kind of all about her and she's ready to roll. And it wasn't, it wasn't for her. <laughs> it was for Grace and Grace was there and Moira kept not knowing Grace was there, but well, that and that was the, the that was also the kind of the telling thing here is that as much as I was like, oh, my Moira's changed so much and she's come so far, she was real quick to slip right back to her old ways where she was so dismissive. She didn't know who anybody was in that room, but she's yeah. been living there for three years. You know, she she should know. And so I was kind of I was like, I see what they're doing. I don't like it. I liked that in Moira in the beginning, but she's come so right. far. Yep. <laughs> I didn't I didn't like that little slip back um, from her. But um, 
Yeah, I'm hoping that was just a temporary, you know, excitement type. Right. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully not. Um, and then go to the apothecary. David walks in with half of a muffin for Patrick. And Patrick asks him what he's so excited about. And again, I got a glance back to the old David and I didn't really love it because David was just like, the family's moving back to New York and this is so exciting and blah, blah, blah. And Patrick was like, well, what do you... I'm surprised that you're so excited that your family's moving back to New York. And Pat, David's like, oh, no, Alexis has already found us an apartment. And we're going to go to the revival of 12 Angry Men with Carrie Rutt, all with all women and Carrie Washington being the lead. Patrick, you could just see his face was like, what? What do you mean? We're, what, what do you mean we're moving to New York? We have our business here. We have our life here. And. And yeah, I think it was the, the the moment that we all realized that somewhere, someplace, obviously, the Rose family was still not all in. They weren't, they didn't see themselves as staying there for forever or whatever. And that took Patrick by surprise. Yes. He, he definitely thought this was, I don't know, an, an expectation or a done deal. Of course, they were staying there. Like he says, we have our business here. And uh you know, to Patrick's credit, he didn't make a huge thing of it at the moment, but it's written all over his face. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as you and I, as married women know, you know, you don't just kind of make a big life decision like that in a, in a vacuum. So, you know, I was like, oh no, David, don't do that. But yeah. So, um, then we go back to the boardroom and Johnny's a little rattled, you know, and they're all just kind of a little bit nervous and they go back in and start making their presentation. And like you said, this is where we really see Johnny shine and he really speaks passionately, passionately and logically as a person who works in finance. I was like, yeah, those numbers make sense. Um, you know, talked about the project and I thought did a really great job. The pitch, the speech was equal parts, you know, heartfelt and that get you sucked in, kind of get you. And I thought, I thought he almost got him. I thought, you know, he, I thought he was there. But at the same time, like you said, logical and it made sense. This isn't something, you know, as he even said, I'm not here for a handout. I'm here for a business opportunity, you know, and And he laid it all out there, and uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was well done, and should have made somebody in that room, dun dun dun, uh, (laughs) pay attention. And and plus, it had some of the the sweetest, you know, just lines of where where he's come from and where he is now. It was a journey, and it was a journey he doesn't regret, and it's not a journey that he would give up, and. It's just it, and it was just such a good scene. He he was so impressive as Johnny Rose. Uh, Eugene Levy was so great in this one, just so good. Yes, it, and and Stevie, uh, you know, did a really great job of kind of finding her voice as well and being able to speak up and give her part of the presentation as well. Um, 
it was just, it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they go back downstairs and they're all so excited and, um, and Roland realizes he had forgotten his empty briefcase back up in the room or so he goes back up and here's these business people all laughing at Johnny and making fun of him. And it's just heartbreaking um, to hear them talk about our beloved Johnny that way. And also just, seeing Roland's face, knowing that they all needed it. And he, I kind of feel like he kind of looks at, at Johnny as a hero kind of as well. So it was just really, really sad. Um, so then he goes back downstairs or actually, I'm sorry. No, 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 wait. Yeah. We got, we got to talk about what actually happens. So as we've mentioned before, and I swear I'm going to sit down and put a whole list together of all of these Easter eggs, but there's been a lot of callbacks and you mentioned like Maura's uh, Bo from the Christmas episode. There's been a lot of callbacks um, in season six to the previous seasons, which is just this little sweet love letter for fans uh, to pick up and, and grab onto. This was one of the best callbacks to one of the best moments of all of Shit's Creek, in my opinion. Uh, Roland goes in, he hears what they're saying, he knows what this means, and he knows they're being dismissed. And not only that, They're belittling and making fun of Johnny Rose. And Roland, if you remember, think how far he has come in his character development, particularly in how he feels about the Rose family. And in those very first uh, episodes, they were very much at odds and and very much um, did not get along at all. And now here he is, not only a business partner, but a good friend to, uh, um, to to the Rose family. He stands up for Johnny in such a sweet and and fabulous way where he basically says, he's a legend and do you know what it took for him to come in here and do this? And you guys basically should be so lucky to be in business with a man like him. And he just kind of lets him have it. And it just reminded me so much of that scene where Moira and Johnny are out to dinner with their little fake friends from back in the day. Yeah. And Roland and Jocelyn show up. And Johnny, at that time, this was, I think, the last episode of season two, right? Yep. I and, think so. And Johnny speaks up and says, these people are our friends and they are good people and we are honored to have them here. And um, they've done more for our family than you guys have ever done. And he gives his speech about friendship essentially on Roland's behalf, kind of standing up for when Roland was being belittled. And anyway, I just liked that there was this very bookended thing. Plus I, I have to admit, I don't love Roland's character all that much. However, Chris Elliott's an amazing actor. And I did feel like this season he wasn't getting a whole lot to work with. So I was cheering. I was like, we got our Roland moment. Roland got his moment. You know, I was <laughs> to, I was super excited to, to see that. So yeah, that was that was good. That was good. So anyway, Roland leaves the 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 meeting for the second time with his empty briefcase and comes down and basically tells everybody, yeah, it's over. Let's go. Yeah. And and Johnny's like, wait, hold on. What what happened? What's going on? And then Ruthie come or Ruth, I'm sorry, comes rushing downstairs and was like, Hey, it's a no from everybody. I just wanted you to know and 
Johnny is like, what do you, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Completely dumbfounded. And she was like, look, I shouldn't tell you this, but we are leaving this company in a month and you're exactly what we're looking for, for a new startup. Yeah. She's starting her own business and she's basically like, I want, I want you to be one of our clients. Like she wanted, she's jumping all over it because she's not stupid. (laughs) Yep. That's right. And so she's like, we want to take you out to lunch and, you know, talk about it. And Johnny kind of feels conflicted because he got an F he got this, the shot from his old friend from back in the day and he wants to remain loyal. Um, but he listens to his business partners, Stevie and Roland and agrees to go to lunch with, with Ruth and listen to this new pitch. Um, so then we come back to everybody waiting in front of the motel um, in their chairs, which I was like, they never sit on those chairs in front of the motel. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, one more thing. I wanted to go back on on the pitch where he showed that his, he said, my family's been living in the motel for three years. And he shows the picture of them standing in front of the Rosebud Motel. And I saw on Twitter, people are like, this is the new picture to replace the, you know, that giant monstrosity that they destroyed or left out mm-hmm, for the trash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, looking at the two pictures, I'll retweet them. It's, their faces, they look so happy and like a family in this newer picture. Oh, it's, for sure. For it's sure. beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so then, you know, they all... It's so sweet because everybody waiting is holding hands and they're so excited to hear the news. And Johnny gets out of the limo and gives just the most subtle of nods saying, yes, it's it's a deal. And everybody just runs in and seeing Dan Levy run to Stevie, or I'm sorry, David, played by Dan Levy, um, run to Stevie. And his face, looking at his best friend, was just gorgeous. Oh, it was so sweet. And then not only that, I was like, I loved it. He's like, so what? Like, you're a businesswoman now. And she's like, damn right I am. I loved it. I was like, oh, Stevie, yeah. Yeah. Especially since she was flailing so hard at the beginning of this season. And it's it was nice to see her kind of settle in and – and she's she's good. She's yeah. this is where this is where this is where her future is, and it could be a really fantastic future. Like, of course, I'm jumping ahead, and I'm like, there's rosebud motels all across the nation <laughs> because that's real life. But um, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I did love to see that. That was that was awesome. Um, yeah. So of course, Moira jumps up, and she's so proud of her husband. She's so excited. Oh, we missed the whole prayer circle. Okay, this was high hilarious. <laughs> This was this moment where Moira is just she. This is where she is. She proves how much she truly cares because I don't believe it was. I believe she was truly giving her prayers to who it may concern <laughs> um, to uh, on Johnny's behalf, not on 
her own behalf. Like right. I don't think she yeah. is. I think in that moment, she truly was like anxious and concerned and worried about her husband and wanting him to have a uh, positive outcome and wanting him just to succeed, just period to succeed because he needed to have a success, right? Yeah. Um, yep. I didn't feel like she was doing this for herself, even though she's so much of, of Moira is about herself. I really feel like that also just proves how much she just loves this man and how she just was so crazy for him. It, it's hilarious because she's like, kids, kids, come here, come here. We need to, we need to send vibes out or we need to whatever. <laughs> and David, are we, are we praying? <laughs> Moira says, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> but they do, they hold hands and they kneel and David and Alexis are just like, what is going on? on and um and they they kneel and they hold hands and they just kind of you know send up this intercession of to whom it may concern please take care of johnny rose and it's very sweet it was just a very super sweet moment um through all of this uh alexis and david are 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 glowing and they're happy they see they see this future as being changed but obviously we all know David and Patrick, there's some storms of brewing because Patrick did not take to this really quickly. And so at that that very end scene, when the news is announced that this deal has been made and everybody's so excited and hugging and everything, you see Patrick so completely conflicted. Yep. In, yeah. I mean, it was subtle, but not subtle. Like it was obvious, but at the same time, I, I think Nori did a really great job. You know, he... He was excited and he hugged Dave and then he pushed him over to go see uh, Stevie, you know, to get her in, and he cut, but he, he hung back and he couldn't jump in and jump up and down for joy with them, even though he obviously was proud of them and excited, but he was already thinking ahead to what that meant for him. Right. Right. Cause and sure enough, life, right I at the very last scene was all of them hugging together and we kind of get the shot directly on Patrick's face. And I was like, oh, Patrick. Yes, because life with David in New York City <laughs> is bound to be very different than life with David in Schitt's Creek. You know, I hadn't even thought about it from that point of view, but you are exactly right. Like that would be an insecurity issue for Patrick. Yes. He, he met David here and knows him as this David where – Yes, he knows that he had all that kind of life or whatever, but he never expected to be part of it or thrown into it. And I guess that he's probably already, you know, plussing ahead to say that that might be what it would look like and what does that mean for us? And would we still have the relationship that we have if we're not having it here? And I and I think that's absolutely what he's thinking and what he's going through. And guys, I think Noah Reed had like four lines the entire episode, but we got all of that out of the entire – I mean <laughs> – that is how great the show is written and how beautifully shot it was because we picked up on all kinds of stuff going on um, in these moments that with very little dialogue, with very little dialogue. And uh, yeah, so that's where we ended. That's how it all ended was was right there. Yeah. So now we go into the two-part finale. So I guess technically speaking, you were right, Patty. The season was 12 episodes and the finale is just two. <laughs> See, I knew what I was talking about. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I didn't look ahead. Do you know is the finale each um, half hour episodes or are we getting like two, one hour? 
finales. I don't know because I okay. I can't. I'm like you. I can't not read spoilers. Uh huh. And this is this is too important to me to spoil. So oh, so you haven't? Okay. I was like, yeah. oh, did you find some? I haven't. <laughs> I haven't dug in. But now that you have that in my head, I'm like, all right. Oh I no. Pull this up. Um, I, I believe. I believe. Um, because Dan Levy liked my tweet. I know. Remember that? Remember that? (laughs) I believe that we do have a wedding and that we do go forward and that we do get a happily ever after. I don't know if that means that David realizes, no, I'm happy here and I want to stay here. And he does say goodbye to his family and they go on. Or is it Johnny Rose that's like, Moira, we're not going to New York. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's only Alexis that moves on. Cause I do feel there was a one moment Alexis says Interflix wants to speak with me. So Alexis already has somebody like interested in her. She's going to do amazing things and she's going to do what she needs to do. So um, I already kind of figured that that's where her path is going. I will also say, I didn't think I would, but I really, I, I, I really miss Ted. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I just really thought he was such a sweet character and such a sweet um, companion to Alexis. And there were some moments in some of the earlier seasons where he was just so loving and beautiful and just, oh. And I, anyway, I had that thought last night. I was like, oh man, I wish Ted was here for this or would show up for this or whatever. But I don't, I'm not holding out any hope that Ted makes a comeback or that there's any reunion or anything like that. Like I'm not, I, I, I was satisfied with how they ended things between Ted and Alexis. So I'm good with that. But it was just a thought, you know, that I was just a moment of, I do miss him. And then I was like, look at, you know, Dustin Milligan, look how amazing you are. I will always think of you as Ted now and uh, your beautiful performance on this show. Uh, Cause it's just, all of it's so beautiful. But um, yeah, so that's where we are. And that's where I guess we pick up next week. We'll be um, assuming we're going to hear a little bit more details about what their plans are and what they're, what they're going to do. I don't know if the wedding is going to be next week or if the wedding is going to be the final finale. Like I could see them doing either. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either, but I, I'm so torn between being so excited and not ready and all of it. Well, Dan Levy did give one, he was tweeting along last night, which was also sweet. And I was trying to, to watch both, which, um, I wasn't able to completely keep up like I wanted to. He did, he said, somebody tweeted out, name a sweeter moment and took a screenshot of um, the family when they were standing with all of the signs out front that I mentioned earlier oh. that said, you know, Team Rosebud and everything. And they they tweeted out, name a sweeter moment. And Dan Levy said, I can, but it might be in next week's episode. Yes, I also saw that. And then again, I'm like, ah, my heart. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we have something to look forward to. Uh, All right. Well, we will be back next week, of course. And we'll talk some more uh, from the confines of our home offices about Schitt's Creek and uh, (laughs) what's going on with us. And uh, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think wedding is next week? Do you think wedding is the week after? Or do you think no wedding at all? I think wedding is in the final, mm. um, the final, final. I think that's how we kind of close, close everything out is, you know, we have a sweet moment at the wedding and then David makes a, a one-liner and then we hear the tuba and, you know, then we're out. I think next week we're going to 
just kind of move the story forward to find out what's going to happen with everybody. And then we're just going to enjoy bliss in the last I, episode. I, I think the last episode, I just kind of gave myself goosebumps. And I'm, oh, I'm no. looking. I'm looking at you, Dan Levin. You better not. You better not disappoint me. <laughs> uh, how how I think the last episode we are going to finish up, and it's going to mirror. Remember how he's mirroring and he's doing a lot of Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. I could see us mirroring season two, that last <gasps> that yes. last scene where they're dancing all together as a family. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I, Right? So you, do you feel yes, it? Yeah, I do. I, I do. I see that. I see. I'm. I'm like visualizing it and thinking uh-huh. that would be the perfect way to finish because that's the best. That was the ending of the best. See, I mean, that was just the best ending of that season. Yeah, I could see them all dancing, you know, and panning in not not just the family this time, but there's also going to be Patrick right there. I know. At his wedding celebration. And then it's going to pan out and we're going to see like the entire Schitt's Creek family that we all like. I just have this panning visual and then, but that of them all dancing and uh, just light and love. And that's how we say goodbye is yes. by dance of the celebration of all of them together. So I personally hope um, that's how we wrap this season. That's what I want to see. Um, don't disappoint me, Dan Levy. If you need to, go ahead and rewrite everything because you've got time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know he's listening. Um, right. But anyway, I just and, – and I didn't think about that until I posed that question to you and then it just kind of popped in my head and I was like, you know what? That would be the perfect way to do it. And I don't think it would be too crazy because of all of the Easter eggs and throwbacks that he's been doing all along. I could see him kind of giving us that moment. Yes. Yeah, 100%. So, we'll see. So we'll see. Anywho. All right. Well, we'll be back next week. And uh, thanks for fangirling with us, guys. Bye. Bye.